Hey, welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to life. My name is Cole. My name is Adam. And today we're going to talk about problems, problems that will always be problems. I think too many of us think that once we get to a certain scale or a certain size, maybe all those problems that we have right now are going to go away. And the first thing we're going to talk about is problems themselves. Our problems don't go away. In fact, our problems scale with us. And so if there are little things that are happening in your creative process, your creative endeavors that you think, oh, once I can X, fill in the blank, related to scale, then that's probably just not a true phrase. Yeah, honestly, it might even, you know, we say that your problems scale with you, but sometimes it's exponentially. Oh, your problems get bigger. They scale faster than your... Because think about if there's a hole in a pool floaty. You can float in a pool with like a little hole and it might leak some air here and there. But if there's a hole in a big boat, that boat is sinking, you know, like a little hole in a big boat. You know what I mean? You know the saying. I, I don't. Oh, is there a saying a little hole in a big boat? Little A little hole can sink a big boat. That's true. I don't know if it's like a I saying, don't know that's a but saying. I feel like I've heard <laughs> some true. people. It's a new saying we just minted. Maybe you heard that when going to like riding around in a boat and the boat owner was just like, Hey, a little hole in this boat. Don't drop that. The anchor in the boat. Like sure. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they were just telling you a true thing, not Lo- as a metaphor. Loose lips sink ships. I think is the saying actually, but anyway, go on. I'm trying to process that. I don't know. Um, anyway, our problems themselves are not going to go away as we scale. And in fact, oftentimes they get bigger with us. Here's another thing. Perfectionism doesn't go away as we delegate. So maybe you're doing a thing right now and you're like, I'm a perfectionist. And once I can work with other people, they'll take that stuff. I don't have to be a perfectionist anymore. Yeah. As a music producer, I dealt with this constantly. There were so many people I worked with that were producers themselves and they're making their own projects and they go, oh, I'm such a perfectionist when it comes to my own stuff. I can't be the one producing it because I need someone else to take the reins and make those decisions for me. Now, there were two paths that those people often took when it came to dealing with that. One option is they became super overbearing as a client because they were not... controlling. Yeah, they weren't letting go of that perfectionism in their music. So they were just being, basically producing the project using my hands and my brain and computer. But they were still the ones trying to do all the perfectionist they were trying to embody you with their brain exactly yes which nightmare situation every time that yeah it's a horror movie (laughs) like literally a horror movie. yeah it's like um body snatchers exactly i've never seen that but same i'm assuming that's what that means loose lips sink ships loosely (laughs) (laughs) from now on if i don't know what to say i'm going to say that but then the second manifestation of that is people who go all right he's going to handle production and make all the musical decisions. I'll write the songs. He'll take it from there. Then they become hung up on every other thing. So they're looking at the music video. So they find new things to be perfectionists exactly. about. Yeah. They're looking at the music video, like overbearing on that. They're going back and forth waffling about album art. So, you know, they're still a perfectionist. Yes, they delegated Were that they one thing. writing songs about breakfast? A what? Were they they're write- waffling. Oh, No. It's a, it's a common phrase. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> loose lips sink yeah, ships. Yeah, loose lips sink ships. 
But yeah, you become a perfectionist about everything else instead because you don't have the music to be a perfectionist about. So, you know, fix that problem and then the delegation can come later. And you've, you've outlined two roads, but there's probably a third road, which is they become a little bit of both. Yeah. They become overbearing and controlling and micromanaging and they find new things to become perfectionists about. Yeah, the, the bridezillas of the music industry, mm. if you will. Okay, another problem that doesn't go away no matter how big we get, money. Oh boy. We're always going to want more of it. I think that's just like a thing that's built into us as people. Like we're starting a project. We want money to pay for it. We have big ideas. And even if we have a ton, a ton, a ton of money, we want a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of money. Yeah. And that manifests itself in your personal life with lifestyle creep. So a lot of times people will do a big project and then they have a little bit more money and then they spend it all because Mm -hmm. I have this money now. Mm -hmm. So they Mm -hmm. hire a lawn service and they, you know, move to a place with a pool, whatever it is. And it's like, you have a pool and a lawn service. I do not have a lawn service. Oh, okay. I do have a pool, but that's Florida. I know some people have come over there and done some yard work. It's happened before. Yeah. Yeah. But you recognize that pattern of like, every time I make more money, I immediately commit it to to something else. else. In your professional career, that can kind of compound itself even more so because it's like, oh, our budget's bigger. I'm going to bring on this new guy. I'm going to hire this person. All of a sudden, your profit might even get lower because of that. Right. And I mean, there's obviously a a strategy to that. Uh, There will be times where you're doing anything where in the growth phase, you would be spending most of your money, which there's nothing wrong with that. It just needs to be intentional and strategic. Yeah, don't do it because it's a luxury that you can now afford. And, and I'm I'm talking more in the sense of like, if only, like this sense of longing or, or using it as an excuse. It'll always be an excuse as long as you make it excuse. Money will always be an excuse as long as you allow it to be one. Another problem that's gonna, never going to go away no matter how big we get or might even get more complicated is that popularity is never going to make us feel fulfilled. If we're coming to the process unfulfilled, getting popular does not solve the problem because fulfillment is a personal internal issue, not an external one based on how many people are giving us accolades. If we're coming in insecure and hoping that once we get enough accolades, we'll be more fulfilled, chances are it's in the same way as many of these things we've talked about so far, it's going to get more complicated yeah. because you're, you're the, the more eyeballs that are on you, you might get more compliments, but for sure you're going to get more criticism. And that one can really snowball into a weird place because if you are currently dealing with a problem of no one likes me, yeah. imagine how much worse it will be to say everyone used to like me. because if you are thriving off that popularity and let's say it is working in that circumstance, you are never going to be able to sustain your peak forever. Well, that's true. So that's, I mean, that's the nature of peaks, obviously. Mm. So even if the plateau, yeah, (laughs) but even if somehow that validation you're getting from other people is fulfilling to you, it is fleeting. Well, we were talking about fulfillment. You've moved us on to our last bullet point here is that popularity doesn't make people like us. So no matter how big we get, people are not going to like us if we're jerks. Uh, They might have to work with us, 
But if we feel isolated and alone when we're small, becoming a popular artist won't make people actually like us. People might have to work with us. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it's not people working with us or people being around us. It's building significant and meaningful relationship. And if we're a jerk now, then if we were a jerk later, even though people will have to work with us if we get popular, it's not going to be the fulfilling type of relationship that it is that we're seeking. Yeah, nothing is more conflicting as an artist or a producer or anything like that than having to work with someone or having a dilemma of, should I work with this person because it will be great for my career, but I do not like spending time with them. That is something that I think we all struggle with. And on the flip side of that, you don't want to be that person that people are having that conversation about. Now, the irony of it all is that I've noticed a lot of people who are insecure about people not liking them are generally actually well-liked if you talk to other people about them. Hmm. So people who are dealing with, I feel like, I don't fit in. No one likes me. People don't this, that, and the other. If you're that type of person, I've talked to other people and they've been like, no, I love working with them. They're great. They're a great person to be around. The flip side of that is there are people who can't not imagine people not liking them. Hmm. And those oftentimes tend to be the ones that you can't wait to get finished with the project. So a lot of times that insecurity is the catalyst of feeling like other people don't like you. And insecurity can become a projection where you're kind of putting your self-doubt into other people and projecting it onto them. So when you're rising in that art career and you're worried about that kind of insecurity, dealing with it internally and just having honest conversations with people, hey, how am I being perceived? Do you think we're, you know, on the right foot here? Is how how are we feeling? Like checking in with people. And letting them reassure you and actually allowing yourself to be reassured is so important because if it is just insecurity, then you don't need to worry about other people not liking you because by being yourself and being someone that they like working with, they will like that. All right, let's get to some therefores. I want to read these again and we'll get to some therefores. Uh, Perfectionism doesn't go away with delegation. Therefore, what do we need to do now? Grapple with that. And realize, well, no, that's the hope. Realize that perfectionism can be the thing that's holding you back. Yeah. And that if you worked on yourself a little bit when it comes to letting go of some of that perfectionism, then when you do delegate it to other people, you can have that same level of grace to them. Money problems don't go away no matter how much money we have. Therefore, Get good at managing money. Understand the role it plays in your life. Understand how it makes you feel. Understand uh, your relationship to money. It's interesting. Like in the same way, all of us have different relationships with different people. I think all of us have a different relationship with money. I'm thankful that honestly, like I've never had a difficult relationship with money. Um, I do see people in my life who have a little bit more difficult relationship with money. And I'm not saying that that has anything to do with how much or how little somebody has, but it's more of like a need for security or money makes me feel some way or another, or I use money as a tool in order to do X, Y, and Z related to my own view of myself. Like there are so many ways that we have a relationship with money. And I think understanding those better is helpful. Definitely. Okay. Did you want to say another thing about that? Potentially. Okay. How are we doing on time? Go ahead. <laughs> All right. The other flip it's the side the internet. Of that. 
Yes, that's true. Yeah. We're not going to run out of podcast space. Yeah, there's no commercial break coming in 30 seconds. Okay, good. So with money, the therefore, in my opinion, is don't always look at your budget as a expendable resource or something that you need to spend more of because there are going to be some art projects that improve the more money you spend on them. But there is always a limit where you could probably make something just as cool for less. You could spend a lot of money on making something super flashy, but at the end of the day, what is going to impact people isn't always the most expensive. Uh, We're working on some stuff right now for our company, the memoir agency. And I wrote some stuff this morning specifically about this actually. Okay. Gosh, let me see if I can even find it. Um, as we conceptualize, we want to approach the process with imagination. What hasn't been done before? How do we present old concepts in new ways? How do we use creative elements in ways that haven't been used before? And of course, what can I do that is new? Not for the sake of new, but for the sake of inspiring imagination, creating meaningful experiences or art or music or photography or whatever it may be, doesn't require lots of money or technical complexity. It's okay to use expensive things or technically complex elements, but those things must always come second. They must serve the overall creative narrative, not commandeer it. Great. Great. Okay. uh, Popularity doesn't make you feel fulfilled. Therefore, find fulfillment in things outside of getting affirmation from people who like your art. Great. Popularity doesn't make people like you. Therefore, just be kind. Yep. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, As always, we are so grateful that you're here. And we'll be back next week to help you make creativity your career. Yeah. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at Entrepreneur Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. See ya.